0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam Ala ashraf al-anbiya wa khatim al-mursaleen Nabiya Muhammad wa ala Ali, wa ashabih Wa Woman tabiahum bin ihsan ila deen As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Now, as you know, lately with the different classes that we've been doing, we've been talking a lot about Different issues that are plaguing our societies. This one here as well as our societies as a whole. And. We've been talking about one particular ayah. And we've actually broken it down into a few different classes. And this is that ayah. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-Hujarat. Ayah number 12. Where he says. يا ايها الذين امنوا اجتنبوا كثيرا من الظن ان بعض الظن إِثْمُ ولا تجسسوا ولا تغتابوا بعضكم بعضا ايحب بعضكم ان ياكل لحم اخيه ميتا فكرهتموه واتقوا الله ان الله تواب رحيم and we see in this particular ayah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he talks about quite a few different sifat or attributes That he has commanded us to stay away from as Muslims In this particular ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us O you who believe, avoid much suspicions Indeed some suspicions are sins And spy not on one another And do not backbite one another. Would one of you like to eat the flesh of his dead brother, you would hate it. So fear Allah. Verily, Allah is the one who accepts repentance and the most merciful. Now, there are a couple of things we want to point out. Something we pointed out in some of the past classes, and something we'll probably point out again. Because it's something that unfortunately, us as Muslims we don't look at very often And this is the fact that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He calls out to the believers in the Quran He's talking to you He's talking to you as an individual And the Muslims as a whole This is why he says "Ya أَيُّهَا amanu, آمَنُوا O you who believe And then he says avoid much suspicion Because verily some suspicions are sin And we've talked a little bit about this in one of the previous classes. This dun, This situation of suspicion. And then Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala He also forbids us. From. At he also forbids us. From spying on one another. From spying. And then. He gets to the part that. We will actually talk about today. Because it's something that we find. Is destroying us. As a ummah. At large because you have a lot of the Muslims they don't have suspicions about one another you have a lot of the believers that they do not have this desire to spy on one another but unfortunately you don't find that a lot of the Muslims of our time stay away from backbiting one another And this is what we want to talk about today, because this is something that it's a necessity that we begin to focus on. Because of what it's doing to our communities, because of what it's doing to our households, and because of what it's doing amongst or between or putting in between the brothers and sisters in general. This situation of backbiting is something that is horrible. And this is for those of us who had lived life before Allah guided us to Islam. We knew that backbiting was something that was a horrible issue. This is something when I was growing up, people would run around and they'd say, oh man, he's acting like a little girl, running around talking behind somebody's back. Especially when it came to growing up as a young man. One of the things that we know that the young men say is if you had something to say, you should say it to an individual's face, be a man. But unfortunately, we've come into a time in which talking about people behind their backs, whether it be correct or incorrect, is the thing. This is what everyone's doing. This is the popular thing. Oh, have you seen what Muhammad did today? Oh man, when I was with Ibrahim, he did this. Or you hear some of the sisters say, Okay, did you see what Sister Fatima had on the day when she came to the masjid? Or did you hear about what was going on in Sister Maryam's house? Anything. This seems to be what's the cool thing, the in fad that's going on with us nowadays. And it's, it's something that's horrible. We see in this particular ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Wala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, and do not backbite one another. So let's take a look. So that we know, so we can put a, a definition on what this is. Because we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us don't do it. Not only did he tell us not to do it, he commanded us not to do it. So when we're doing it, we're putting sins on ourselves. So in order for us to stay away from putting the sin on ourselves, we need to understand what it is. Exactly what it is that backbiting is considered to be. So we look to the Quran and the Sunnah and the statements of the Salaf of this Ummah to find out, okay, we've been commanded not to backbite. What exactly is backbiting? Now we know that Abu Huraira, radiAllahu taala and he told us that the Prophet, عليه سلامة, said, "Atandruna, malriba." He asked his companions. He said, "Do you all know what Ghiba is? This backbiting." And so they said, "Allahu wa rasooluhu, a'lam." So they said to him in answering his question. He said, "Do you know what backbiting is?" They said to him, Allah and his Messenger know best. So the Prophet ﷺ, in answering them, and pay attention to this. It's important that you pay attention to this. The Prophet والسلام, he said, ذِكْرُ أَخَاكَ بِمَا يَقْرَحَ The Prophet ﷺ, he said, it is to mention about your brother. That which he does not like. So one of the companions they realized, okay, well, you know, this could be a lot of different things. So they asked it, the Prophet to be more specific. So one of them asked the Prophet, so the so one of the companions they asked the Prophet. What do you say? Or what do you think? If. About the situation. When what I said is actually. Something that. This person has been affected with. Or something that. We see in this individual. So the Prophet. In answering and trying to make it more clear to the people. He said to them. إِنْ كَانَ فِيهِ مَا تَقُولُ فَقَدْ اغْتَبْتَهُ وَإِنْ لَمْ يَكُونَ فِيهِ مَا تَقُولُ فَقَدْ بَحَتَّهُ So the Prophet ﷺ in answering this because he saw that the companions they wanted to know what exactly Macbari is so he said to them if That which you are saying is actually in your brother. Then you have backbitten him. And if that which you have said isn't actually. If that which you have said. And if that which. And if that which you have said is not actually. Part of your brother or. Describing your brother. Then verily you have slandered him. So here he talks about the difference between backbiting and slandering. So backbiting is talking about your brother in a way in his absence in which he won't want mentioned Or talking about something that he doesn't want people to know about. If it's true, it's considered to be backbiting. If it's not true, it's considered to be what? No. Nah. Slandering. Barak no, No. No. Okay. I'll tell you now. And this hadith has been reported by Abi Dawud and others in him. And the brother was asking about the narrator of the hadith of the Sahaba that narrated the actual hadith and this was Abi Hurairah Ta'ala Now, how often Do we find that we're in the sittings with the brothers and sisters, whether we're out to eat, whether we're sitting out front on the porch drinking tea, whether we're sitting on someone's balcony eating cake and drinking coffee, or whether we're just sitting around in the community center? How often does this situation of whether it be backbiting or slandering not come up? Now, I'm not asking you how often does it come up. How often does it not come up? Someone's always talking about someone else. Always talking about this, that, and the other, whether they know what they're talking about or whether they don't. They're always talking to the point that sometimes an individual will enter the room and everyone will shut up. This doesn't make any sense. This is exactly what, as Muslims, we are commanded to leave alone. As we see in the beginning of this ayah, Allah says, ya يُحَلَذِينَ amanu. He says, O oh, you who believe. He's addressing the Muslims. He's addressing the believers. And he goes through some of these different sifat that we're supposed to stay away from. And from this is this issue that we're talking about now, backbiting. But look at this. This is the amazing part of it. It's the fact that Allah didn't just command us to stay away from backbiting one another. He didn't just forbid us to sit around talking about one another. But what he did to make it so that it was understood. Because a lot of times we tell people don't do this, don't do that. But because they can't really picture in their heads how horrible of a thing it is. It doesn't really mean too much to them. You know, you could tell a child, don't lie. Man, you could tell an adult, don't lie. And they don't really see the harm in it so much other than the fact that we shouldn't lie. But if you were to draw a picture in their heads as to how horrible lying is, next time they were going to lie, they would remember this picture. And they would understand how horrible it is and they would try to stay away from it. And this is what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala did for the Muslims here, because right after this, Allah Taala He says, "أَيُهِبُ أَهَدُكُمْ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا Here, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala He talks about backbiting. He says, "Don't do it," and then He tells us. He gives us like a similitude to what backbiting is like. He said, would one of you like to eat the dead flesh of his brother? He said, verily you would hate it. Now look at this picture that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has drawn for us. He said to us, would one of you like to eat the flesh or the dead flesh of his brother? Now, Allah could have stopped and said, would one of you like to eat the flesh of his brother? And I think all of you right now, I I see it on your faces. That's disgusting. Just think about, just turn to your right and look at the guy sitting next to you. Could you imagine eating that man right there? That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Now we're just forget you know him. Just any man or any any woman, anybody. Allah didn't say, could you imagine eating the flesh of an individual? But He said, eating the flesh of your brother. SubhanAllah. Now not only is it disgusting, but now you're talking about eating the flesh of an individual that you love. Now you're talking about your friend, your buddy, your compadre, your ah. Now, yes, because of the fact that he's from mankind, it's disgusting. But it's even worse because of the fact that it's somebody that you love. And then on top of that, it gets even worse. Because it describes the meat or the flesh of the individual that you would be eating. Or it describes the individual, should I say. May The dead flesh. Some of you work with the brothers to wash the bodies when an individual dies. So some of you have seen a dead body before. Some of you haven't. But for those of you who have, could you imagine having to eat that type of flesh or eat flesh, period, let alone dead flesh? So here Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala he draws a definite picture in our minds about backbiting. He says, would one of you like to eat the dead flesh of his brother? Now sit and think about that for a second. What this dead flesh would be like? Now turn and look at the guy sitting next to you. It's amazing. Look at his face. This is something that is disgusting. It's, 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 I can't even describe it. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after asking us this, this isn't asking us a question because he wants an answer. It's to show us how horrible of a situation it is. And then Allah, he comes behind and he says, He said, but verily you would hate it. So, Allah here, he's drawn this picture for you to show you how horrible this situation is and weighed it up against backbiting. So, you see how horrible backbiting is. So, hopefully, this will make us think about next time we decide we want to go around talking about individuals. Or next time we listen to anyone that wants to sit around talking to us about other individuals. Because we'll understand, we have a small understanding now about how horrible of a situation this actually is. It doesn't make any sense that we're still sitting around doing the same old things that we know we're not supposed to be doing. We're talking about other individuals and the fact that they're sitting and the way in which we're sitting around doing it, we're sitting around sitting. We're talking about this brother, he's doing that and this sister he's doing this and this is how this is how this individual handled this situation. he could have handled it in a better situation and we're sitting around putting sins on our back the whole time. And even worse, we're sitting around letting individuals not only drag us into listening to this stuff, but letting our brothers and sisters being backbitten. How can we justify? okay there's no justification for backbiting we can't justify it. If it's wrong, it's wrong sometimes an individual because of their emotions they'll get sucked into it at times, fine but how can you justify listening to an individual backbiting your brother? how can someone that you've known for a long period of time, all of us have known each other for, subhanAllah, a while now. Not just known each other from passing in the streets or seeing each other in a masjid. We all usually, generally hang out. If everyone doesn't hang out together, we have friends of friends. How is it possible that we could sit around and let someone talk about our friend? How is it possible that we could sit around and let someone talk about our husband or our wife? or our children or the children of our brothers and sisters just sit around okay they may have gotten caught up in the movement but come on this is your mans come on this is your this is your 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 your, your, your sister this is your ace boom, cool how in the world can you justify allowing this to happen? You should be trying to stick up for your brother or your sister. You should be trying to, at the very least, make excuses for your brother and sister. And you should be telling your other brother, the one that is actually sitting and talking to you. You should be advising them to that which is going to cause the law to be pleased with them and telling them to fear Allah. law. But we're more ashamed and we're more shy to do that. Than to tell, then to listen to an individual backbite and slander an individual. Than to listen to an individual backbite someone that we love. Someone that we know. Someone that we're close to. Either that or it's just the fact that we just want to be in a situation where we are spreading people's businesses. Spreading situations around. It's one of the two. But neither of these is a good situation. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To have mercy upon us We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To forgive us for our sins And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He ends this ayah up, He says "What He says in fair law And you do this by Doing those things That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has commanded And staying away from those things That He's forbidden And some of these things Are mentioned here in this ayah And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says Innallaha to web rahim That verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is the one that Accepts repentance And he is al-Rahim And he is merciful Or he is the merciful Now we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To forgive us for our sins We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To plant our feet Firmly upon the sunnah of his messenger Muhammad alayhi salatu and we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to give us the correct practice and understanding of this religion. Amin, Amin, Allahumma Amin. Subhanaka Allahumma wa bihamdik wa ashhadu an la ilaha wa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik wa Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.